The Realm Tree Episode 2 Thinning the Herd This is a rough first trial. They're just going to pick us off with a fighting tournament. Guess it saves them some time in the long run. And it's better to get knocked out in a safe environment than one that could actually kill you. If you're weak, that is. Daisy, I don't have powers. Any powers. I'm a good survivalist, but I'm screwed in a one-on-one fight. Nah, that's what you have all your equipment for, right? I brought my fishing gear for challenges in the tree, not straight-up combat. What's that spear thingy, then? It's a night steel harpoon. It's near unbreakable, so it's really good for dealing with giant fish in the night realm. Figure it would be good if we encountered any monsters. You could totally fight off another fairy with that! Just remember, you'll be disqualified if you kill other fairies with the pointy end of that thing. Well, that's morbid. But don't worry, I don't even think I could if I wanted to. All of you have elemental powers from your jewels. I'm not even sure if I could get close enough with the pointy end, as you call it. Tall? Yes. Oh, okay. Pulling me a little close there. Listen to me, Talia Wick. You can stab whoever and whatever you like. Enough with the negative talk. Believe in yourself like I believe in you. I uh, think you lost the analogy there. All right, everyone. For our first competitors, we'll have Daisy Demeter of the Spring Realm versus Ernest Forge of the Summer Realm. Competitors, to the arena, please. Oh, looks like I'm up. Cheer me on, Tal. Love ya. See you soon. And there she goes. All right, you two. You fight until one of you surrenders, or until one of you passes out. No killing, or you will suffer a punishment far greater than losing your chance at wings. We will intervene if necessary. And do keep your battle within the arena we have set up for you for your own sake. The ground is dirt for a reason. You won't get knocked around too hard. (laughs) No freaking way am I going to lose my shot at wings to some spring round chick. What you got, girly? You going to throw some flower petals at me? You know what they say, big guy. The bigger they talk, the harder they shut up. I, uh, I think you lost the analogy there. Daisy's opponent was a burly fairy who looked like he could snap her in half. But when I saw the green aura start to glow around her hand, I knew she meant business. Just try and knock me down, girly. Aye, aye, Captain. Daisy wasn't fast, but her opponent was confident he could take one of her hits, letting her run right up to him. As the punch from her glowing fist connected with his abdomen, I watched the air get completely knocked out of Ernest's lungs. Everything seemed to pause for a second before she finished through with the punch, (laughs) catapulting him backwards several feet before hitting the soft dirt. Yeah, eat it! And Daisy Demeter will advance. Healer Ferris on standby for Ernest. Oh, I got this one, Professor. Give me a minute and I'll magic those cracked ribs back together. It's the least I could do. Daisy's primarily a healing fairy, But she's gotten so much stronger since we were kids. She can disperse healing energy from the green aura she generates around her hands, slowly patching up most wounds. It used to take all of her energy just to fix a paper cut, but now she's fixing broken bones in a few minutes. And when she wants to, she can concentrate that same energy into herself to juice up her own punches. I've seen her dent tree trunks before when she gets mad. It was Ernest's own fault for letting her hit him. (laughs) 
Tall, let's hope you get matched up with someone as stupid as him. Uh, and next to the arena shall be uh, Malthus Frost of the Winter Realm and Sunshine Von Brass of the Summer Realm. Yo, a fairy of the Von Brass family? We're in the same year as a noble of one of the great summer houses? Look, guys, that's one of the smallest nobles I've ever seen. He's adorable! We had to crane our necks to see the fairy stepping up into the arena. A tiny girl with fiery pigtails and a bouncy skirt, strutting with her nose high and hands on hips. Oh my god, she's so cute, I want to adopt her. <laughs> she's 16 years old, just like we are, Daisy. I don't think that's legal or particularly respectful. Shh, my child is speaking. Fairies of all six realms, on this day, count your lucky stars to be graced by the presence of me, Sunshine Von Brass. Uh, Miss Von Brass, if you would let me announce the name. Just a moment, please, Professor. As I was saying, attention all fairies. I have heard on good authority through my many noble connections that after this tournament, we will be grouped into teams for the actual test and face the challenges as groups. Miss Von Brass. So, I would like to issue an early hello to all those fortunate enough to be allied with myself, the magnificent Sunshine Von Brass. Keep me far away from her team. I want to be on her cute little team so bad. It is against regulation to reveal information like that publicly, Miss Von Brass. And do you plan on doing anything about it, dear Professor? The match between Sunshine Von Brass and Malthus Frost will begin now. Thought so. Let me show you all the power of the great Summer Houses! Sunshine's opponent was a Winter Realm fairy who kicked off the fight by conjuring frost between his fingers and throwing four snowballs at the ground in front of him. He raised his hands into the air, emitting a blue-white aura as the small mounds of snow rose into giant snow soldiers, each about three times the size of Sunshine. He grinned. You talk a lot, Sunshine, but you're about to get squished. The first snow soldier lumbered over to Sunshine, raising an enormous fist. Without flinching, Sunshine raised her hand to it. Melt. Across the audience of young fairies, a spark flashed, causing us all to wince. An explosion of flame erupted from the tiny fairy's hand, of equal size to the snow soldier, turning its body into a puddle that splashed as it hit the ground. (laughs) Child's play! You little twerp. Let's see you get past this. All soldiers, attack! The three remaining snowmen charged Sunshine. This time, she raised both hands, and everyone covered their eyes preemptively. The fiery explosion that erupted from her hands heated the whole room for a moment. The soldiers didn't stand a chance, blown backwards as they melted, one of the puddles splashing against the legs of Malthus Frost. Throwing down more snow out of the air, he conjured three more soldiers. But I have a hunch that I burn through mine much slower than you do. I prefer a simple elemental blast while you go through the effort of both conjuring snow out of the air and then manipulating creatures much larger than yourself. I could keep this up for days, melting your soldiers one by one. But with the sweat on your forehead, I figure you couldn't last another 10 minutes against me. I watched her words drain the light from her opponent's eyes. Surrender, Malthus. 
Spare yourself the embarrassment. <sighs> I surrender. The snow soldiers collapsed into water. Amid heaving breaths, a rogue tear fell from Malthus's eye into one of the puddles. Well, it appears we have a forfeiture. Sunshine Von Brass continues and Malthus Frost does not. Attention, fairies! For those of you who are paired with me, know that there is so much more I am capable of. I look forward to showcasing it within the test itself. Wow, she melted those snowmen like she melted my heart. I don't know, she seems super conceited. Yes, but coming from someone that small, it is heartbreakingly adorable. We might be here for a while, Tall. Let's find a seat until your match comes up. The rest of the fights took a few hours. Not all of them were as quick as Daisy's. There were rough losses, but no severe wounds. Some fairies were chatting off near the walls of the tree trunk we stood in, while others were diligently noting their competition. And now can we have Mercury Chase of the Day Realm to the arena, please? Hey, why'd it get so quiet all of a sudden? Mercury was the top graduate of the Day Realm's military program. They say he came from nothing, no notable family in particular, and rose up just from how determined he is. We watched a boy with golden eyes and sky-blue hair step into the arena. His white and gold battle gear had designs like wings on the shoulders, complete with white feathers making him look like an angel. But in his face, I saw no emotion at all. Competitors, begin. It was over in a flash. The Autumn Realm Fairy that Mercury was paired against barely had enough time to ready herself before Mercury's blade was pointed right at her throat. He had moved in under a second, a white blur brandishing a glowing dagger made entirely of light energy. His opponent froze, too scared to speak. If I wanted you dead right now, you would be. I'm sorry you had such an unfortunate pairing, but this match is over. Mercury Chase advances to the test stage. Thank you for your patience, everyone. We have one more battle before you will be put into teams and properly begin your test. I request Aquamarine Rain of the Spring Realm and Talia Wick of the Night Realm to the arena for our final round of combat. It's finally time for the Nojil Wonder to show us what she's got. The only thing she's got is no powers. Hey, got that right. She's gonna get- Ow! Oh, my ear! Hey, losers! Leave Talia alone! Daisy, it's alright. I've got this. Oh, okay. Cool. My opponent was a Spring Realm fairy with beautiful blue-green hair like a perfectly clear sea. She commanded power and attention with every step she took into the arena, and there I was walking in with a fishing kit and a harpoon. So you're the no-jewel fairy everyone's been chatting about? A shame. I wanted a chance to show my full potential to whoever my future teammates will be. But if you want to surrender and save yourself the pain, I'll allow it. <laughs> Not even a hello before ripping into me. I've met people like you. You seem like one of those stuck-up fairies that only had friends because of family connections. And what about you, then? Isn't your father the guardian of the realm tree? And the most powerful fairy in existence? You poor, poor child. What happened? As she talked, I felt my hand tighten its grip on the Nightsteel harpoon. If Cassius Wick was my father, I'd have every fairy under my thumb right now. And somehow, you ended up with no powers whatsoever. Was it your mother? It simply must be some sort of defect from your mother's side, then. Before I knew what was happening, I was running straight at her. 
I struck a nerve. If you can't keep a cool head, I'll cool it down for you! A huge blast of water surged up from the dirt underneath me like a geyser. It launched me up and I fell back down, barely catching myself on my elbows as I hit the floor. And there's more where that came from, you pathetic excuse for a fairy! I watched Aquamarine raise her hands. The ground rumbled. Massive tendrils of water appeared in front of her, before twisting together and growing into a full-on wave of water. Go to sleep, Talia Wick! I didn't stand a chance at dodging. The wave crashed over me, which I could handle, but Aquamarine began using her water powers to trap me in the current she created from the ground, twisting me around in the whirlpool. Now remember, no killing one another! You may surrender if you see the fight before you as unwinnable! Come on, Talia! Forget everyone else! Go kick her ass! It was a struggle to keep my head above the water in Aquamarine's whirlpool. To finish me off, she thrust her hands forward and sent the whirlpool, and me, straight for one of the walls of the trunk, uncurling it into a giant current. I took a breath of air while I could and let it carry me. Finally giving up then? Oh, how unlucky to be a fairy with no powers! It was hard to hear her over the rush of water, but her mistake was letting the current carry me towards the wall. I put my feet out towards the inside of the trunk and did all I could to brace for the impact within the wave. The wall hit my feet hard, but I timed bending my knees and cushioning the force within my own body. I held that momentum until the current was almost completely washed over me and sprung off the wall and out of the water running right at Aquamarine. She seemed shocked that I didn't break immediately when I hit the wall. Between her surprise and the amount of time it took for her to drop the current wave of water to try summoning a new one, I was just close enough. I pulled my harpoon to my side like a bat and swung the blunt end across the side of her face. There was a crack that made the room shudder and she fell to the ground, unconscious. Oh my. Well, uh, well then. It looks like Talia Wick advances to the next stage. Woo! Go Tal! In your face, losers! And now... All of you remaining have qualified to enter the proper first phase of the exam, traveling within the realm tree itself. Those of you who reach the top within the next 30 days will be granted your wings, with some extra challenges within, of course. Be proud of yourselves. You have all earned your victories. Of the under 100 fairies taking the exam a few hours ago, now less than 50 remained. I was still a little winded from my fight with Aquamarine, but that didn't stop Daisy from grabbing me in a tight bear hug. You were amazing, Talia! If you did have fairy powers, that match wouldn't have been nearly as cool or miraculous. <laughs> You're the best hive girl I could ask for. And now everyone, your matches have been observed and you will be joined in a team of six for travel deep within the tree. I saw the petite figure of Sunshine hold her head up proudly. What can I say? I'm never wrong. We watched our names appear in the bark of the tree around us, scrawled in reds, blues, pinks, whites, yellows, and greens, rearranging themselves into teams of six, our own names whooshing around us in a web of colors. Arrange yourselves as indicated in the next half hour, and the test will truly begin. Talia, we're together! Wow, that's unbelievably lucky. It's us along with Lex Goldenray, Nadine Christel, Rondell Stone, and 
Mercury Chase. Oh, nice! The Golden Rays and Christelles are some of the most magically adept and wealthy families out there. Rondell Stone seemed really strong, cleared out his challenger as fast as I did, but not as fast as our edgy new teammate over there. I watched Daisy indicate Mercury by tilting her head towards him. His eyes closed and arms folded. He's strong, but seems like a bit of a stiff, huh? People have been talking about him, but no one's actually talking to him. Well, if there's anything I understand, it's not fitting in. Let's go talk to him. If you say so, Talia. Hey, Mercury, right? I saw your match, and I wanted to say I'm looking forward to- Everyone saw everyone's match. Look, you don't have to approach me with the flattery. Um... This isn't a game to me. Or some way I'm trying to prove myself. A lot rests on me getting my wings. More than someone like you could ever understand. And if we're on the same team, I don't want you slowing me down. Now please, excuse me for a moment. I watched him walk away. Yikes! A million red flags on that one. I wonder what he meant when he said a lot rests on him. Talia Wick! How dare you take my place! I saw Aquamarine wildly wrestling herself out of the hands of some medics and run over to me, her teal hair a mess over her forehead, her once flawless makeup smeared by angry tears. That was my one shot at wings! That was my one shot at the test! I'm going to be a flightless fairy for the rest of my life because of you! The first in all my family! And you don't even know if you'll get your wings! You don't have a freaking jewel for them to grow out of! If you took my place for nothing, Talia Wick, I will find you and I will end you! I watched the medics get a hold of Aquamarine again, dragging her off as she kicked and screamed the whole way. Don't listen to her, Tal. You deserve this spot as much as anyone else here. Maybe she has a point. I, I don't know if I'll get my wings at the end of this. I'm only doing this to show my dad I'm not worthless. But maybe some people might have deeper reasons than that. I glanced over at Mercury again. His back was against the inside of the realm tree, hands in his pockets, head forward, eyes closed, breathing so, so slowly. He didn't look quite relaxed, more like he was trying to center himself amidst all the chaos around him. And in that moment, I didn't understand it, but I saw a window into the fear underneath Mercury Chase. The Realm Tree was created by Jumar Thompson and Julian Hermano, and is performed by voice artists all over the world. To show your support, please visit therealmtree.com and follow our socials. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for Episode 3, To Carve a Path. <laughs>